Hello, listeners, and welcome to Retrospective Replay, Episode 10, a serialized podcast taking an in-depth look into video games. This is Resident Evil 4. Ian with me tonight is Michael. Hello, Michael. Hello, Ian. How are you? You sound ill. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine. It's no problem. I've just, you know, a little bit of COVID. It's fine. Is that part of the Lou Vegas Mambo number five? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe a little bit of COVID in my life, a little bit of flu by my side, a little bit of tetanus is all I need, a little bit of the clap to make me bleed. Whoop. Oh, God, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, how are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. I was ill last week, but I'm feeling better now. So you had the COVID? I don't know. I tested negative, so technically I don't have COVID. I haven't <laughs> had COVID, so. Uh, that's all right. I'm invincible. Invincible, just like Mr. Burns or Boris. Oh, God. I'm invincible. Yeah. I am invincible! Or that, um cartoon uh, animated series Invincible. Oh yeah, that's a really good series actually. I'm surprised yeah. there hasn't been a second season of that yet. Was it 2020? Well, I did, did, yeah, that was 2021, wasn't it? Oh, it was a 21, right? I thought it was like two years ago. Yeah, no, it'll, it'll be back, but these things take time, I suppose. I guess so. Probably takes longer to record an animation, right? I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know how many people have drawing at any one point, how many cells they can produce or so it's all done on a computer nowadays. Well, yeah, it does. I mean, the there's a series, Arcane. I don't think you've watched it. I haven't. I think it took them years to do the animation, but it's fantastic. Did it? Uh, well, it's based on League of Legends, so I totally wrote it off. Mm. However. Your loss. Uh, there's a podcast, visual podcast, podcast called EFAP, uh, Every Frame of Pause, who are highly critical. They do massive, massive um, podcasts. I mean, they do like six-hour podcasts and stuff. And their f- most favorite TV show ever is Arcane. They just say it's well, amazing. Well, I was right. They just say it's amazing. I-, I will get around to watching it. It comes highly praised. Yeah, it is. It's fantastic. Right. So if it's your first time listening to us, it's a bit weird considering we're on episode 10. Uh, but we are a audiobook style podcast. We take a game every season and we try to dissect it down in many chapters where we talk about the gameplay, the characters, the music, the story. I can't imagine there's anybody listening to us for the first time in episode 10 of season four. I couldn't imagine so, no. If you are, if they are, let us know why. Yeah. Socials, Twitter, at Retro Replay Pod, Facebook, Retrospective Replay Podcast. And I'm going to ask one more thing because I've never asked this. And actually, you know, uh, this is our, we've had our one year anniversary. Well, technically we had it on the second because that's when the trailer dropped. But the first episode was on the 5th. Let's just call this the one-year anniversary of the podcast. We didn't do anything for it. We didn't, but, you know, we're going to have hopefully have the Easter quiz next week, so that'll be all right. But what I'm going to ask is if people have got two minutes, can you just drop a review and rating, like, on Spotify or your, or your client? I've never asked it before. Um, I'm not going to make a habit of asking every week, but if you could do that, that would um, – I don't, I don't know if it helps us out. I'm hoping it does. But the more high ratings we can get, the better. Thank you. Is it high ratings or any ratings? Is there not just thing as bad publicity? 
I'd like an honest rating, I guess, you know, if we can improve stuff, that's fine. An honest rating will be good, but a five-star rating will be better, of course, but I'm not begging for five stars. If you can give us a rating and give what you think we deserve, that would be great. Yeah, cool. And patch notes, I guess the main patch note is this is not the last episode. <laughs> yeah, we said that this would be the last episode last week. You could have, yeah. Oh, well. We said last week was the penultimate episode, but this week is the penultimate episode because chapter 5-3 is huge and chapter 5-4 is also quite big. And then there's the final chapter, which is relatively small. Are you sure this is the actual penultimate episode? I'm pretty sure this is the penultimate episode. I'm not going to put money on that. I'm pretty sure it will be. There's only a longish chapter and then a short chapter after this one. But this chapter is absolutely huge. It's two bosses. So do we just jump straight into it? Yeah, go for it. Chapter 5-3 and we... Well, actually, you know what I should say as well? I was looking at a guide. It just helps me write my notes, you know, with like various guides, um, script yeah. guides, FAQs. And in the FAQ, it names... Well, not the FAQ, in the in the game guide, the walkthrough. It names all of the rooms. So now I've actually got names of rooms, oh. which would have been handy 10 episodes ago. I had a look as well at a guide, and I think, yeah, again, I think we missed another boss because we were playing uneasy. Ah, oh, what do you think we missed? A scorpion. A man scorpion. A man scorpion? Is it not just, yeah. is it not just U3 it's on about? What's U3? The one after the containers. Is that the man scorpion? Maybe it is. Maybe you're right. Just trying to Google it. Man scorpion boss. Well, it's called it, but called man scorpion. Yeah, I think that's it. It's, it's called okay. U three. Is the actual boss name? Okay, because in a guide I saw it was referred to man scorpion. I was yeah. like, oh, what, what, what? How did I miss that? But oh well, fair enough. Resident Evil 4 Scorpion Man video yet. It's it's the boss that we will be reaching relatively soon. All right, cool. So we didn't miss an hour boss. That's we haven't good. missed a boss. We haven't. Well, like, you know, like a, it could have been a dimmy boss. Yeah. No, well, that's it. We're not playing games on easy anymore. Oh, I won't be anyway. I've been going down normal, down the normal route every time. I'd like to play life on easy if I was rich. Yeah. Or, or Tory. Anyway, let's not get political. Let's not get political. We're not political on this podcast. We don't support any one particular party. Well. We just support many others that are on the Tories. <laughs> we we support the land party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we support the land party. That's, that's good. Although there's lots of people listening that won't know what the land party is. <laughs> Maybe. Probably I don't not. Know. Well, if listening to a retrospective podcast, they would know that. You'd hope so. I wonder if people like Google and LAN party. I, I used to go to a LAN parties and I'd like, it was back in the days before we even had LCD. So I'd drag like a massive CRT monitor down. You know, you get your huge case and someone get a switch. Oh man, it was such a pain. And now it's all online. Now it's all online. I still like the idea of a LAN party though. Just because well, then when people local are being multiplayer like. Multiplayer isn't as, isn't as supported as it, and especially on PCs. Yeah. We found that out the hard way. Yeah. You can't do local multiplayer on, um, Black Ops Cold War. Yeah, that was a bit of a shame. Uh, I don't know why they don't put it on the PC version when it's on the console versions. No idea. But at least when you're in the same room and there's a LAN party and someone's like, you know, people just can't start saying stuff to you over the internet easy because you just go and slap them across the face. And then to get get you, get them words out of your mouth. Maybe they think the people who play PC games don't have any real-life friends. They only have online friends. Maybe. 
I think that's a terrible stereotype. You can't <laughs> anyway, where are we? We are starting on chapter 5-3, and we start in the dark altar room where Sadler had just used the Plagas within Ashley to make her follow him and lay on through a tracker onto Ashley's top, I think. So we now start in this dark altar room, and there was 5K to the left of the stairs. So you've got to make sure you pick them up, but there's really nothing else in here apart from a note, which is called Our Plan. This reads, Because of that agent, we lost Chief Mendez and Ramon. Nevertheless, everything will proceed according to plan. I must admit, however, the loss of my loyal men is a bit disheartening, but I will deal with it. Replacing that loss will not come easy. I must choose wisely, for the Plaga reflects the conscience of their hosts. If chosen poorly, they could betray me. I need men who will swear their allegiance to me. I learned this lesson when Sarah betrayed me. I will not make the same mistake again. In this important hour, I cannot and will not have anyone stand in my way. Why would he write that down and just leave it there on the dark holler? I know um, I say this every time. I know I do, and I'm beating a dead horse. But I, I mean, it's, it facilitates the storytelling, doesn't it? It does, it does, yeah. Sorry, I'll not mention this again. So, I mean, you would got to kind of have it, but yeah, it doesn't make sense. So then we move through the door into the dark stairwell and it goes straight into a cutscene where Krauser is in a room with Ada and it's actually the radio tower that we tried to use back on the in the base, wasn't it? When you went over the bridge and up the lift. Yeah. They have a bit of a chat and Krauser says, what's the news on our friend Leon? Ada tells him he's not making it easy, the sample. Krauser says, Sadler's got it. It seems he sniffed out our little game. She replies, perfect. He continues, just so we understand each other clearly, I don't trust you, nor does Wesker. If you try to do anything clever, I will kill you. She then tells him that she met Wesker first, but he says, we'll know soon enough if you did, and then she leaves. Quick question, who's Wesker? Albert Wesker. <clears throat> so, Is he somebody that I would have known from a different previous games if I played them? Yes, he would have saw him in one, but not very much. Okay. Um, so at the start of one, it is... Alpha and Bravo teams go to investigate a mansion, the, oh, what's it called? Spencer Mansion, I think it is, in just outside of Raccoon City. And they end up in the, in the mansion, and depending, I think you end up there with, you know, either Jill, Valentine, or Chris Redfield, and you end up there with Wesker and Barry Burton. And then Wesker swiftly disappears, and then he reappears later uh, at the end of the game as the evil bad guy. Okay. Speaking of Raccoon City, do you remember the raccoons? Yeah. Do you remember where they used to live? Cyril Sneer. Yeah. No, where did they live? Well, they lived in a forest. Evergreen Forest. Evergreen Forest. They didn't live in Raccoon City. (laughs) So who lives in Raccoon City? The Evergreens. No, zombies. (laughs) It was zombies. So it goes back to the game, and we are in the dark stairwell. And straight away, you can hear some baton guys, the electrified baton guys. But as you're walking down the stairs, a Gennaro attacks. You get down the bottom of the stairs, move through a door into the boiler room. And the boiler room, obviously, it's making a lot of noise from the boilers, but you just walk past them, and you find a storeroom on the left with a couple of items and some money. You can then, if you want, go up a set of stairs in the control room, or, or the break room, isn't it? But I don't think there's much in there, really, is there, apart from uh, just some items. Ultimately, you move on through the loading door to a catwalk. 
York area. You go through an L-shaped corridor, which is fenced, with a lift that goes up. That takes us up into the catwalk, and it starts with a cutscene. It's a pretty long one. Leon's walking across the boiler room catwalk area, and he has a feeling, doesn't he? He obviously thinks someone's watching him, because he turns around and looks over his shoulder. Yeah. Uh, but there's nobody there. Uh, that's when Leon hears something above, and he sees Krauser coming down him with a with a knife trying to stab him, and that's a QTE to dodge. I've not checked the deaths, but I'm oh, I did check the deaths, but it was several weeks ago, and I'm pretty sure if you don't dodge, he dies. Dip, dodge, dodge, dive, <laughs> the five dodge. D's. What is it? Yeah. Dip, dip, duck, dodge, dive, and dodge. If you can dodge a spanner, you can dodge a ball. Is it if you can dodge a rinse, you can dodge a ball? Patches a hula hen. Can't remember everything you said. Anyway. Um, on the five D's, dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. The five D's. That sounds like a porno. <laughs> yeah, like the four tops. The four tops. God. The four tops and the five D's. Oh God. <laughs> no thanks. Right. Um. Where were we? Do you dodge the knife from Krauser? You dodge the knife from Krauser. But the, the knife actually catches Leon's cheek, doesn't he? And then they have a bit of, like, knife play. But they start to talk. And Krauser tells him it's been a long time. And he asks Leon if what he was told was that he died in a crash two years ago. Leon then says, you're the one who kidnapped Ashley. Krauser tells him he catches on quick, and that was expected. After all, you both know where we came from. Leon asks him what he wants, and he just tells him he wants the sample that Sadler developed. Leon then tells Krauser to keep Ashley out of it, but he replies that he needed her to buy Sadler's trust. Like you, I'm American. And nobody trusts Americans. <laughs> He's pretty appalled by that, though, isn't he? He says, like, you got involved just for that. And then they have a bit more knife play, and there's more QTE. And then he says it was all for Umbrella's sake, and Umbrella being the company that... I'm pretty sure I had to mention in Resident Evil 1. I mean, you, everyone, you, even you know about Umbrella, Umbrella company, company, don't you? Yeah, because I saw it in the movie. All right, yeah. Leon questions Umbrella and Krauser says you almost let it slip. Enough talk. Now die, comrade. And you gotta mash the button as he tries to like force the knife into him. But then there's a gunshot and the knife shoots out of Krauser's hands and it's Ada. And then Krauser says, Well, if it isn't the bitch in the red dress. And she tells him, Looks like we have the upper hand. And then he laughs and does like a massive jump onto a ledge about twenty feet up. It's very dramatic. It is very dramatic. Krauser tells him, you might be able to prolong your life, but it's not like you can escape your inevitable death. Then he runs off, and then Ada jumps down to pick up the knife that Krauser left behind. Ada questions her if they know each other. Leon tells her, more or less, it's about time you told me the reason you're here. But again, she avoids this sort of question, telling maybe some other time, and she hops over the ledge. And then Leon gets a call from Sadler. That's a long cutscene, this one. Ada is such a tease. Uh, Sadler asks him if he enjoyed his reunion. Leon tells him, as a matter of fact, I did. Uh, Sadler tells him, wonderful, I wouldn't want my special guests on the island feeling unattended. The conversation between them is so... It's weird. <sighs> yeah. Uh, and then Sadler tells him, I have an idea. Since you're here, why don't I introduce you to it? It should keep you busy. And Leon asks him, you can't remember the name, a senior moment, perhaps. Hey, that'll teach him burn. <laughs> Sadler just tells him to enjoy the fun, and then we get back to gameplay. So we just leave the area via the catwalk and go down a ladder and through a door into the laser trap room. Why is a catwalk called a catwalk? 
because I'm a model. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I take my little turn on the catwalk. But why is a catwalk called a catwalk? Hold on a second. Why is... It's an industrial catwalk, though, isn't it? It's not like a fashion catwalk. Yeah, but catwalks are catwalks. Why is it called a catwalk? Catwalk, a term derived from the way female models walk, which is similar to a walk of a cat. Catwalk is usually performed on an elevated platform called a ramp by models. No, that's that's obviously not what I want. Uh... It must be the same thing. Catwalk is a catwalk. Oh, no, wait, hold on. This no. is it, all English. Um, so it comes from the, uh, what the hell is it? A Also a pad walk with the meaning broad pattern in the garden. No. On the catwalk, on the catwalk, yeah. Shake my little touch on the catwalk. Catwalk, long narrow footway, in reference to such narrowness of passage that one has to cross as a cat walks. Oh, yeah, okay. Originally, especially of ships and theatrical backstages, application to fashion show runways is by 1942. 1874 is the first instance of it, supposedly. So a narrow walkway, and then you have to walk like a cat. You know, how a cat walks one foot in front of the other, because it's narrow. Right, okay. So, yeah, that's why it's called a catwalk. And then it's called a catwalk because models walk the same. Okay, yeah, they do, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. You learn something new every day. You do, especially on this podcast. Let's see. So, the laser trap room. Now, I was wondering, did Resident Evil, the film, lift this straight out of the game? Because you've seen the film, right? And it's very similar. But I think the film predates this game by about three years. So, the game copied the film? It must have. Surely, it had to be inspired from the the film, right? Yeah, because there's laser trap rooms everywhere. Yeah, but I mean, it's very close, even the way that it goes on, because they don't appear to they. Yeah. Well, I mean, they do appear at first. Um, well, we'll go through it, and then we can talk about it afterwards, can we? So, you know, we're in the laser trap room. Yeah. Lasers appear, and it's pretty simple. It moves, like, up and down and horizontal, and just time you walk through. Um, on the first and the second set, the third and fourth set are QTEs. So it'll open, uh, I can't remember what the first one is, it's just like a little dive or something, isn't it? Yeah. And then the fourth one is where they don't appear immediately as you're walking through, and then they do appear, and you just hit the button, and it does like a flip. And you get to the end, and there's no more, but there's a button. And when you press it, it says doors unlocking, and all of the modules, the laser modules, at the top of the room, then come rushing down at you, and it's another QTE. And I mean, it's ridiculous what he does at this point, isn't it? Is it like a wall run? about eight or nine feet up, and then he does a flip backwards. Yeah, but, you know, you might as well do it in style. <laughs> Plus, the Krauser guy had just done a magnificent flip beforehand, so he had to do one better. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah, do you think maybe Leon is getting a bit of um, assistance from the plaga in his body at this point that makes him a bit stronger, a bit physically, like, better? Fabulous. Really? Yeah, fab- physically fabulous. But that's what I was saying. It was like the film because in the film, I mean, I've not seen the film for so many years now, but doesn't it, a similar thing happen where he's dodging the lasers, but then all the lasers come along and all they make a grid in the film and they like slice him up, but it's a similar Into sort cubes. of thing. cubes. Yeah. Yeah. Was that The Rock? No, it wasn't The that Rock. That was an, another movie I'm pretty sure The Rock got cubed with lasers. Really? I'm going to have to check this. Dwayne Johnson, laser, death, 
movie. Maybe I might mention it. Doom? No. No, did he, he didn't get. He, didn't, he did die in Doom, didn't he? Because he was the um, the bad guy at the end. He, he went insane, but. No, maybe I mentioned that then. Maybe it was somebody else. Maybe it wasn't The Rock. Resident Evil film. I can't remember. Was it not the guy? Um, oh, it's that, that black guy. Oh, I can't remember his name. Oh, yeah. Colin Salmon. That's him. Come on, where's the scene? Oh, wow, that's gruesome. Oh, man, her head just slid off her head. What's that? Resident Evil 2002, the laser scene. But it's a similar thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It looks the same. It had to be inspired. Oh. <laughs> Resident Evil laser hall. Oh, it's got that guy in and out of lots of things. <laughs> Which guy? Ah. Colin Salmon. No. Oh, yeah, he got cubed. Yeah, he gets totally cubed. Yeah, the other guy's in and out of... Um, Oh, he's been in loads of things, a British actor. No, can't think of anything he's in. But yes, I'm I'm going to assume there's some sort of inspiration going on there. Well, I assume so, yeah. So then we move through the door into the throne room, and there's a chair with an action on it of a question mark. And then when you click it, it says there's no time for resting. And I think the point of it is just because the, uh, the camera angle changes and it shows you the treasure that's above you. Yeah. Uh, so you can get the treasure, but you go behind it, and there's a small circular lift to take Did you down. sit on the chair? Yes. Oh, yeah. Did you not? I did, yeah. Yeah, and it comes up, there's no time for resting. Okay, yeah, yeah. So is that Sadler's chair, do you think? Is that where he sits, like, most of his time on his throne? Yeah, but it's a bit of a crappy room. It is. He hasn't even got a TV in there. No. And then where's the nearest toilet? You know what I mean? It makes no sense. When the lift goes down, we end up in the cave. And we follow the path around, and there's some items under the stairs. So when you come down the stairs, make sure you loop around, grab the items. But we emerge at a merchant. Next to this merchant is Luis Memo 4. I report my findings about the Plagas here. The Plagas have three distinct characteristics. One, as mentioned previously, the Plagas have the ability to manipulate the behavioral patterns of their hosts. Two, Plagas are social organisms. By this, I mean that instead of living individually, they live their lives in a social harmony. It is believed that they have a collective intelligence. This type of behaviour can be seen among insects such as bees and ants. Unlike the Force in Star Wars. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Isn't it Force in Star Wars a kind of a an organism? Yeah, I guess so. Or like the Borg in Star Trek. Maybe. Anyway. However... This kind of social behaviour is rarely seen among parasitic organisms. Perhaps it was a learned behaviour by the Plagas. I'm finding out this, if this has any relationship with their base characteristic. 3. The Plagas have exceptional adaptation skills. They are able to live off many kinds of organisms by creating a symbiotic environment quickly. This ability, when combined with their social behaviours, allows them to interact intelligently between hosts regardless of the host organism. I am ashamed to admit that my pure fascination with the Plagas, in hindsight, has blinded me to the true research objectives of the Los Illuminatos. Even with the knowledge that Sadler was going to abuse the results of these experiments, I could not pull myself away from my research. As a result, I am just as responsible for this whole mess as he is. I see now that I was wrong 
but I cannot stop their evil plan alone. So that's a nice bit of information between about the plagas, anyway. Yeah, it is. And you kind of see it. We'll talk about it next week, I guess. But uh, on the next episode, will be for the uh, the end credits, isn't it? Where you kind of see that happening. Yeah. Uh, so then I spoke with the merchant. Welcome. And I bought a rocket launcher. Stranger, stranger. Now that's a weapon. Because I know what's coming up. Oh, okay, I didn't. If there's another door here for a game, if you want to try that. I mean, I'd stopped by this point. I hadn't even bothered doing more shooting ranges. I, I, got, a, I got a lot of those um, bottle cap people. Did you? Yeah. I think I got eight or something, eight or nine. Yeah, I think I got something like 12 or 14. That's not bad. There's only 15, I think. I think I had my didn't complete it, though. So we move on through the cave still, and there's a yellow herb on the left. That's the main thing to note. But as we emerge, we see a series of containers hanging by chains from the cliff face. But the chains must be like 300 feet long. They just go up and up and up. You never see how they're connected to anything. Yeah. But, the yeah. camera pans over the uh, the containers. As we approach them, Leon comes across Ashley's home and beacon. So you can hear something coming, and Leon says, what is that? The music U3 then kicks in, and it's Sadler's It, and it's a monster, and it's called U3. And you don't really see how it manages, but it manages to force Leon into the compartments for a fight, doesn't it, in the containers? Yeah. So it's a, oh God, well, this part is like three parts, and there's three separate containers. There's two parts of this boss fight, and this first part has three containers. And in the first container, it took me a little bit of time to figure it out again. There's basically, there's two red buttons. You need to press both red buttons to activate the door. But to get to the red buttons, there's like these green sort of lights that you need to shoot out. Yeah. So you press one button and it says there must be another one somewhere. And then you shoot the green lights out, which opens up some doors. And you find the next one, which you then shoot. As you're moving, you might have to battle the monster or you might get some QTEs. I think you have to battle the monster straight away, don't you? You shoot it once yeah, or twice and it, and it jumps out of the way and then it's just it tries to poke at you and you just dodge it with QTE. But then when you press the second red button, it starts a 30-second timer and it tells us the container is about to drop. So you have to run to find the door into the next one and as soon as you step through the next one, the timer cuts out and it drops the container. So in the second container, U3 drops down to shoot us again and you have to attack it until it goes away but it now might come back more depending on how fast you are, I think. You hit the buttons. Uh, actually, when I hit the second button, it came back for me. It attacked me while the 30-second timer was on screen, but I shot it a few times and ran away. We move in the third container, and once again, the second drops. And now the, the first button is right up in front of us, and this opens up a like a little walkway, like a little, I don't know, like a little tunnel. Mm. Uh, and then U3 appears in front of you, and it, it mutates, and a huge plagas comes out of its back, and it tries to grab us. And again, you try and shoot it. You find the green buttons, you shoot them, you run back through the container, you hit the red buttons, and we get out of the containers. And as we do, a hook descends, and I think you have to press a button, and Leon jumps out and grabs the hook. It then raises him up while the third container drops down with you three still in it. However, we walk forward into what looks like a boss arena, doesn't it? Yeah. And it shows us you three is charging up the side of the cliff face and it's right. I thought the fight was over when he fell down. <laughs> yeah, so, so did I the first time. And it charges for Leon and it tries to snap at him, but he dodges and we end up in a boss fight. Uh, I think, do you want to talk about the boss fight? Because I just used the rocket launcher and ended it straight away. 
Uh, I kept running around. Uh, I didn't fight him straight away. I tried to, oh, sorry, I picked up a herb and some shells, and then I ran around and tried to lead him on near red barrels. Okay. So uh, when you went past the barrel, you shoot the barrel, and then that blows up. Um, and then you can pull the lever. There's gates, so you can open and close gates. So there's a, a gate in the kind of that arena. Um, so you can run in, open it, and then close it. Um, to protect yourself again once you keep once you shoot him a few times though he goes under the ground so he buries himself down and he starts attacking you from underneath um so the same way that you have the he was trying to poke you with his spike or claw or whatever it was in the container uh-huh. um it comes up from the ground so again you have to dodge it so you have to a qte so you can only get him again when he jumps back out so it comes back up again um, and then it's kind of a bit of rinse and repeat, running in, leading him around, putting down the gate, um, and just shooting him whenever he's above the ground. I use my shotgun. It took a few goes of that uh, to kill him, and then when he dies, um, he's dead. So it's just running him around, because there's a kind of a, a circle that you can run him around, uh-huh. um, and you're opening and closing those gates to protect yourself. That's basically how, you, how I kill him. I didn't have a rocket launcher. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's how you meant to do it, probably. I mean, because I knew it was coming. Like I said, I bought the rocket launcher, I shot him once with a rocket, and then, which makes him fall to the ground, and then you just, it's a one hit with anything else instead. For killing you three, we get 50k. Yeah, 50,000 pesetas. Which is nice. Yeah, it wasn't the hardest boss fight, but... No. Um, I think I did die once, because um, I mistimed something, and I think he killed me, so... Uh, I died at some point as well. Um, where did I die? Can't remember. I died somewhere. I'm sure. I think I died twelve twice here to something in this chapter because it's a very long chapter. I died to the laser trap room. I think I died to the laser trap room as well. No, I didn't. I died to the other boss because the timer, the other timer that happens, I wasn't right. quick enough. Ah, okay. Well, now with the dead, the way opens up again, and we move out of the arena and through a door to the right, which takes us down a small cave to a ladder, which is a loading screen. Uh, once we get the top of this ladder, we are in a camp area. And then so from our starting area, push forward, and we're overlooking some enemies over a couple of tents. So you take them out however you see fit. I think I stood at the top and shot them with the TMP. Jump down and explore. You'll find some barrels and items and things. And if you try to go the top way, you'll find the way is blocked by a fence, but it's worthwhile going there because there's a yellow herb. If you interact with a fence, Leon says, I can see a door in the distance. I must find a way to get around there. Head into the tent, and there's a massive hole in the ground, which leads us to a man-made cavern. And at the end of this cavern is a merchant with a note from Krauser. It turns out that old man Sadler wasn't buying me from the start. Even though I succeeded in kidnapping Ashley, I sort of sensed this when Sadler didn't completely let me in the loop. Under the circumstances, I had no other alternative but to call for her assistance. Perhaps she knew this was the way it was going to turn out all along. My guess is that her ultimate goal might be different from Wesker's and mine. This is just the perfect opportunity to find out. And after I get rid of Leon and retrieve the sample, I'll put her in a body bag along with Leon and send them both to Wesker. Uh, at this merchant, there's a game, another shooting range. I didn't use it, I don't think. It's probably the last one in the game, maybe. I didn't use it either. I didn't talk to the merchant either. No, he had nothing for me. 
But there's another ladder next to him that leads us up past where that fence we saw before and a door into the ruins. We move into the area and we don't have to get very far into the ruins before we get a cutscene. The music path to closure plays. As Leon's walking through the ruins, Krauser shows himself. And he's taking his shirt off now and he's got red camel paint on his face. Why did he take his shirt off? Well, it's like Predator, isn't it? It's like the end of Predator. When Arnie takes his shirt off and covers his face in mud. Yeah. It's such a good feeling because he knows it's the final battle. He knows it's like, it's do or die at this point. This is like the thing though where at the end of Metal Gear Solid where Liquid Snake had taken his shirt off and then he knocked out um, Solid Snake and when he woke up he had his shirt off as well. Well, yeah. But maybe he was just examining them to make sure they were clones. They were to, be, to be manly you need to fight shirtless. Yeah, basically. you have to fight shirtless. Didn't I talk about that point? That film where the guys fight naked in front of the fire? I'm sure I did. Why do none of these guys have any body hair? Um, to be faster <laughs> when swimming. Maybe. <laughs> so then Krauser talks first and he says, so you two are all hooked up now, is that it? And Leon asks where Ashley is. Krauser asks her if he wants to know. She's beyond that gate, but you'll need three insignias to open it. He continues saying there's one in the north, and then it shows you the first piece, the Holy Beast Panther. He tells him there's another in the east, and this is the Holy Beast Eagle. And Leon interrupts him and says, let me guess, you got the last one. Krauser tells him it pretty much means you're on a tight leash. And then he pulls out his TMP and aims for Leon. Leon tells him it sounds like you thought this out pretty well. And as he's doing that, he throws a grappling hook at Krauser. Where does grappling hook come from? Why haven't we been able to use a grappling hook before now? It's the same as Ashley's torch. But oh, where do you keep a grappling hook? I don't want to know. Where does he keep your big attache case? Why did I have the ball bar? <laughs> exactly. It's all connected. <laughs> The grappling hook knocks Krauser's gun as he's firing, and then he starts tries to re-aim at Leon, but Leon manages to dodge and hide. Uh, we then get the gameplay back, so it's a long boss fight, this one, really. You have to go get the insignias and fight Krauser, but to do that, we run up the stairs into a little room, and then Krauser will come and attack us here. thing to note is that you, this is this boss battle, you're better off using the knife. Yeah. You know, the knife is the way forward. Yeah. You try and pin him in a corner and just hack him with the knife. And then when you've caused enough damage to him, he then throws a flash grenade and disappears. So if you start exploring the area, you'll find lots of ammo, lots of health. Uh, and then as we're working our way around it, at certain points, Krause will be waiting and he'll jump out from behind a wall and start attacking us. And we have to rinse and repeat by hitting him again. Uh, if he gets close enough, sometimes you get a series of QTEs that you have to dodge. I was reading about this, basically the QTEs on this, you can cheese it when it was on PlayStation. Right. Uh, you just smash all the four four buttons. Just press all the four buttons. Right. Doesn't matter. I did not know that. Okay, fair enough. So as we make our way around, we get our first Krauser encounter. In one area where Leon reaches for the Panther piece, then Krauser shows up and they have a little chat. And he says, what do you intend to do restoring Umbrella? Krauser replies to bring order and balance to this insane world of ours. Uh, Leon tells him that a psycho like you can't bring order or balance. And then Krauser tells him, you seriously think a conservative mind can chart a new course for the world, do you? Which is a bit odd thing to say. He's like, it's it's more you you don't seriously think a conservative mind. Yeah. Is, is he not the president? I have no idea who he's talking about. Maybe. Krauser jumps out the way and 
he tells Leon to don't stand there, come and fight like a man. And he tells him, I'm not falling for that one. But Krauser says, I'm just trying to have fun. We have to fight him at this point, don't we? And it's just a small battle. I think I just loaded a load of TMP. I'm a, I'm a winner, to be honest. And then he disappears and a couple of statues pop out the ground. And all you got to do is push it onto a switch on the floor, which then exposes two levers. The first lever allows us to escape back down to the main area. And then as we go down the main area, Krauser shows up. We have another fight, but it's next to a second lever, which when we pull it opens a gate to another third area. And in this one, there's some, what, like spider robots? Yeah. When they see you, they start to beep and they'll chase you and try and explode, but you can just shoot them from afar normally. You follow this little area around and you get the base of a tower. And when you go in, the door closes and there's a spiral staircase all the way up to the top with a long ladder. And up here, you find the second insignia. And when you pick up this this second piece, the Holy Eagle piece, you see Krauser standing above you and he has a TMP. Leon tells him, two down, one to go. Krauser tells him, we'll see about that. And he discards his TMP and then his left arm starts to morph into a, like a big claw. And he tells him to witness the power. Leon tells him he's lost it completely. Krauser ignores it and tells him, prepare for your death, Leon. Then he jumps down for a QT dodge and then a button mash because Leon Leon falls off the ledge, has to pull himself back up. Some bombs are then shown and a three-minute timer starts. So how did you defeat this boss? The first time around, I didn't get it in the time. So I basically I pulled out a shotgun and I was trying to shoot him with a shotgun mainly trying to shoot at his legs trying to slow him down um oh, i don't know that's what i was trying to do um and then so trying to slow him down with a shotgun and then trying to shoot him with a pistol uh what was it the red nine that i had loaded up right basically then he you have to dodge him when he's coming at you which i found were easy enough to do and then when he got really close to me i, I used a knife or tried to trip him the first time i did it it took me way too long and by the time I'd killed him, uh, the time had pretty much run out, so I wasn't able to escape, so I died. But the next time I knew what to expect, so did pretty much the same, and then killed him and was able to get away with enough time. Yeah, good. Uh, I just ended up using the TMP, and I just kept shooting him in the legs. I don't know if it's because we're just playing on easy, but I just kept shooting him in the legs, and then he jumped back, and then he'd come at me again, like, holding his claws, his shield, and I just kept going legs, 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 and I took him down really fast that way. Yeah, I t- I, the second time it was quick, but the first time it just took me too long, and I, I killed him, but it ran out of time. After we beat him, Leon gets the final piece, the Holy Beast Serpent, and you have to leave quite quickly, don't you, because the timer is still counting, is that? Yeah. Uh, we get to a door, we put the insignias in, and the stone insignia door removes, revealing an actual door to go through. So once we interact with that, we hit end of chapter. So that was a long chapter. That was probably the longest chapter in the game, was it not? With two bosses. Yeah, with two bosses. Yeah. So stats. Um, I'm doing okay on hit ratio, 85 and 85. I had 73 and 78. I've fallen way off. It's because I was using that TMP to shoot uh, Krauser, yeah. you know, on the legs. Enemies killed 26 and 724. I killed 26 and 677. And I died once, making 14 in total. I died twice, making 18 in total. Yeah, well, that's it for tonight. Wow. That was a long episode. Yeah. And apologies again for this not being the last episode. That'll be the next one. Have you prepared anything for tonight? 
Uh, yeah, something weird that I didn't know. So, okay. um, supposedly uh, George Washington died in nine, in 1799 from uh, pneumonia, and he had some requests when he died. He said he didn't want to be buried straight away because he was afraid of being buried alive. So instead, his family kept him on ice for three days. And while he was on ice, um, a physician and the guy, I think, who was the architect of the Capitol building in Washington, came along to pay his respects. Um, and then when he found out that the body had been preserved, he asked if he asked the family if he could conduct um, some experiments on him to see if he could bring him back to life by putting air in his lungs and infusing his body with lamb's blood. So effectively to make him a zombie. Wow. But his family said no. Okay. So George Washington could have been a zombie. Zombie George Washington. What was the, I'm I'm swayed out on something with zombie George Washington. Wasn't there our, our, our Abraham Lincoln the zombie hunter or something or vampire hunter? Yeah, we talked about this before, I think. Was there a zombie George Washington? In something I swear down. George Washington. There's a Instagram account, zombie George W. Maybe. There's a zombie George Washington on YouTube. <laughs> zombie George Washington is the coolest undead ex-president ever. He likes to play video games and sing songs. <laughs> New videos every Monday, Wednesday, and I don't know what else. Okay. Okay, well, there you go. There we go, Zombie George Washington. Nice. Cool. Okay, well, I guess that's it for tonight. Um, be the finale next time in Chapter 5-4. And the final chapter, hopefully next week, will be the, um, the Easter quiz, with any luck. Speaking of zombies. Speaking of zombies, what? Jesus came back oh, from the dead on yeah. Easter. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, as long as as long as friend of the show Craig is willing to come back, we will be able to uh, bring you another quiz, hopefully. But until then, uh, good night. Good night.